Hey guys, it's Jennifer from the Jennifer Kayla Ruskin podcast. Last fall, I recorded a podcast about polyamory and open relationships. I wanted to share my journey. And so far, it's been the top listened to podcast that I've ever done. So I was just creating a blog post this morning about how to increase your marketing open rates. And all of a sudden, I had this aha moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I should look at my own statistics and do more of that in relation to podcasting. So here we are. Uh, Today, I want to talk about creating boundaries while online dating. I have a lot of different points here. So you may want to grab a notebook and grab something to write with. If you're in the online dating space, you're thinking about online dating, the most important thing that you can do is to create boundaries. Why? Boundaries feel constrictive. Boundaries feel like, oh my, I have to put rules on things. But what you'll find fairly quickly is that things can get out of control really quickly if you don't set your boundaries. So number one, I want you to create your boundaries in your profile itself. This may sound crazy, but this is actually the smartest place of where to put what you're looking for and why. So within my profile, I stated exactly who I was and what I was looking for. Hey, I'm a a married woman in an open relationship with consenting, um, wanting to wanting to have a, a consensual relationship with other people. Um, yes, my husband knows and he's okay with it. I think those were the first few sentences that I ever put on paper. And then I launched into what I was looking for. I want to learn what I like sexually. I want to learn my body. I want to be with some some people that can experiment with me and can show me what different types of pleasure look like. I'm a student. Bring me the teacher was essentially what I said. So you can see that in that I'm already creating some boundaries. I'm saying, hey, I'm married. Hey, this is what I'm looking for. Um, and I'm stating that very clearly. And then I'm saying, hey, if you're willing, DM me. Let's talk about this. Okay, so speaking of DMs, the second thing that I want you to start thinking about boundaries about is your DMs. This is kind of a sacred space, right? It's like somebody texting you or someone emailing you or calling you on the phone And you want to be respectful just in the same way that you want others to be respectful. Or if you're going for raunchy, then that's the same way you should show up, right? So be thinking about how tight or how loose do I want to have in my boundaries, in my DMs. And then as you start to reach out to other people, um, you can set the tone. You know, you could, if you want to be sexy, you can say something like, I'm making up names here, but like, hey, Dan, loved reading your profile and oh my gosh, your eyes are so gorgeous. Um, I really like the part about that you love spending time with your kids and going to the zoo. So do I. Uh, let's see if, if we have some things in common. Love to get to know you a little bit better. So that could be slightly flirty. Or if you want to be really conservative, um, you can be much more conservative in your conversations. So that might look like, um, hey, Dan, it's Jennifer. So nice to meet you. was really interested in your profile. Curious if um, anything in mind strikes, strikes any interest in you and would love to get to know you a little bit better. 
you know, you can tell it's a little staunchier. Um, I won't get full out raunchy here on this podcast, but you can imagine what raunchy might look like. <laughs> you be raunchy to them and then they'll feel the permission to be raunchy back to you. So another thing about your DMs is if someone's aggressively coming into your DMs and it doesn't feel appropriate for you, you can always just respond with, hey, I kind of like to take things slow. Why don't we get to know each other a bit first? Try that. Okay, so let's move on to number three. Uh, For me, that's meetups. So you want to start to think about what boundaries do I want to have around meeting up with people. You can't stay online forever, right? Um, you're going to have to meet the person. For me, I, I like to kind of cut the BS pretty quickly. I don't want to spend months DMing you. And so I would say, hey, so for me, when I was dating, it was around holiday and there was this super fun holiday um, pop-up bar downtown where I live. And so I would use that as a great excuse to meet up with somebody. Hey, you know what? I'd really like to meet you, Dan. I hear that there is a pop-up just, you know, a few minutes from my house, downtown, blah, blah, blah city. Hey, do you want to meet up and get a drink and get to know each other? Great way to get to know each other. Um, be thinking about what does meetups look like for you again, in your boundaries. If that's a pretty conservative meetup, Um, if you are going for it and you don't need to have any warm up, then your meetup could look like something like, Hey, I have loved our exchanges here through DM. I'm ready to just get to it. Let's meet up. Um, here's my favorite hotel. How do you feel about meeting up within the next few weeks? What's your availability look like? And that can absolutely be the way that you show up. Okay. So I have another one here about location. This falls very similarly to your meetup um, in terms of where do you feel comfortable meeting up in person, with a group, at a bar full of people, or just in a hotel room. You decide what's right for you. Okay, the next big one that I have here are boundaries in sex. So for me, this was a big one especially considering at the time I was married and in a relationship. And so it was very important to me that I protect my partner. And so for me, boundaries with sex look like one of two things. I would always give them my rules. Fairly early on in my DMing uh, back and forth with somebody, I would say, hey, I have a few rules. Let me know if these are going to be an issue. You can be really casual about this, but I said, number one, if you're going to be inside of me, you're going to wear a condom, okay? And usually I got a absolutely. Very rarely did I get a like, no way. I don't even think I ever got a no way. Like men are usually like, okay, great, fantastic. Yes, I would like that. I'm happy to accommodate. And then the second thing would be about, um, ah, BDSM stuff. So because I was married and coming home to someone, it was important to me not to leave a mark. I felt like that was like a sign of ownership and that it was really disrespectful to my husband. Again, I was very clear that I was married and so I would have a leave no mark policy. Um, One is the condom policy, two was the leave no mark, leave no trace policy. And so I would say, you know, We can have fun, but I don't want you to leave marks on my body for me to take back to my husband because that feels disrespectful to him. And again, every time people were respectful. After I met up with people several times um, and we would have repeat dates, this one got a little bit harder because we would get more adventurous. 
And so usually my partner would stop and say, oh, I remember your rule, so we can't do that. Or I remember your rule, let me be really gentle. Or I remember your rule, are you sure I'm asking for consent before we do this thing that might leave something on your body? And I would, you know, give them consent or not. Again, boundaries are a beautiful thing. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is just as saucy as this last one, and that's STD testing. You need to, from the get-go, figure out what your boundary is around this. Now, the community that I landed in was one that was very open, very polyamorous. Um, There were swingers in it and very, very, very respectful about the community as a whole. Um, Where I live, it's very, very tight-knit. Everybody knows everybody, it feels like, especially when you get into this kind of community of open relationships. And so it would be difficult for you to have something, sleep around, and people not know that you are giving a lot of people an STD. So um, I would say in my area and in my community, STD testing is very regular. Now, what does very regular mean to you? Um, I found with different partners, I'm using air quotes, that very regularly meant once a year. For me personally, that wasn't enough. Going into this community, feeling like I was um, just opening myself up to anything, um, being willing to try anything, it was very important to me that I knew that I was safe, that I knew I wasn't passing anything on to anybody. So for me, testing looked like quarterly. For you, your boundary might be every few weeks. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you, I went to my gynecologist, and she was amazing, by the way. And I was like, totally honest. I'm like, hey, so my husband and I have opened up our relationship, and we're both dating like crazy. We're sleeping around with a lot of different partners. We want to protect ourselves and protect the partners that we're with. Um, so yes, we're using condoms, but we also want to go a whole nother step and we want to do very often, you know, like high periodically test, get tested. And she looked at me kind of like I was crazy, like, well, how often is that? And I'm like, I don't know. How often can you do this? And so she was telling me it's super easy to do like a gonorrhea or a chlamydia test. It's fast. It's cheap. It's the blood work tests that can get really expensive, So again, go back to your boundary, go back to your uh, budget, figure out what works for you and create some sort of testing schedule for yourself so that you can feel comfortable and um, the partners that you're with might ask you when's the last time you were tested. It's just a safety precaution. I'll say I was asked several times uh, when the last time I was tested and I also offered it very freely because I felt very confident in that it was frequent and it was negative and I wanted you to feel safe sleeping with me. Okay, on to the next subject. This next one is about kids and that's, you know, your online dating. Uh, it might look different than me. It may not be with a lot of different partners. Maybe you've you found someone that you want to bring into your, your family's life, your kid's life. What does that look like? You don't have to have this figured out at the beginning, but at some point you want to figure out what are my boundaries around letting my person meet my children. I have all kinds of friends that say years 
it would take years for me to feel comfortable to introduce my person to my kids. For me, it was pretty fast. It was, um, I want to say maybe eight to 10 weeks in. And this was Scott, who is my partner now. We're monogamous. And, you know, there was just something about him that I I felt like was safe. I knew he would be good to my kids. Uh, And he found a topic that would bond him with my youngest. It was about computer gaming. And it was interesting. I, I came into his house one day and we were just talking about life and I said my youngest he's so irritated because nobody will game with him um he's a little distraught about it he's just like I have no friends and no one is cool at school and nobody games and does things that I do and Scott looked at me and he was like I'll I'll play with him what does he play Minecraft Terraria like I got it babe I'll play with your kid and that was it it took the two of them meeting and playing a few times online and of course, my youngest telling Scott everything about his life <laughs> to kind of hyperspeed our relationship. Uh, then my oldest met him. And at that time, they just knew that he was my friend. And I was with Derek. We were all living with, Derek was with living with us. And it just didn't seem weird. Um, as we got a little closer to Christmas time, He went out to breakfast with us a few times, or we would go hang out at his house, and they'd play games, and of course, it got a little harder to hide the fact that we had a romantic relationship with each other um, the further that we got on, but anyway, that's my thought on kids. Of course, your experience and situation is going to be completely different than mine, but you decide what are your boundaries around that. And then my last topic uh, that I had for you today that centers around boundaries is, you know, what, if you choose to be in an open relationship, what are your boundaries around telling your person that you're in an open relationship with about people that you're dating? Um, again, going back to my experience, everybody is different. Um, I dated a married couple where they had been in an open relationship their entire marriage and they'd been married 14, 15 years and they told each other everything about every encounter, every possible encounter, who they were talking to. Um, This was a couple that Derek and I both actually ended up dating. Uh, He dated the wife, I dated the husband and both of them would send us cute like shower videos and stuff. It was really funny. Um, and then they would tell each other about it or show each other or like they'd talk about us. It was really fun. In our experience with our relationship, I wanted it to be open like that. But his was very don't ask, don't tell. Like I don't want to tell you. It feels weird. So like go do your dates and like tell me that you're leaving and you're going to be gone for a while. But I don't want any details. So that's something for you to consider as a boundary as you're setting that up in your life. Um, You know, how much do you want to tell and how much do you not want to tell? All right. I will be working on a few more podcasts in the same vein um, because I looked at the data and saw that this was a topic really interesting to you guys. Um, And I also want to do it while it's fresh, while I can still remember all the things that I went through in my um, open relationship uh, course of that experience. And I want to provide help for anybody that has questions or is looking for some sort of direction. 
I am on all the social media channels, Jennifer Kayla Ruskin. Feel free to DM me any of your questions. I'd love to hear them. And then I can just add them into the next podcast recording. Until then, bye guys.